Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon world, cyber world, podcast world, hip-hop world, entire world, what it is, you're live on WBOU 77.7 FM on your online dial, The Cypher, I'm your man DJ OG Bobby Johnson, it's about 2.45 in the p.m., Eastern Standard Time, East Coast, First Coast, Duval, Actionville, the Bangham, FLA, the Gunshake State. And you're live. It's uh, the Thursday Throwdown, Real Talk, Cutting Edge Edition. And today we're going to touch on something. Wow, we have been touching a few controversial subjects. This one is no stranger to controversy. And this is actually a little difficult to talk about. This is black on black crime. We're going to talk about black on black crime. And uh, I'm not going to go real into uh, calling out people and things of that nature. I would say to my black brothers out there that are in the gangs, And I know a lot of gang members. I've met a lot of gang members in my time. I've broken bread with a lot of gang members in my time. I have befriended and made lifelong friends if those people are still amongst the living with gang members in my time. And just to run down a few names, West Compton Pyru Bloods, Nas Juan A4 Blood, Rolling 30s, uh, Rolling 60, A-Trade Gangsters, uh, uh, Vice Lords, Gangster Disciples, Insane Gangster Disciples, Conservative Vice Lords, L Rookin, Black Peace Stone Rangers, uh, uh, Zo Pound, uh, uh, that's just to name a few. Each and every one of those uh, sections of the gang community I have met a representative from your perspective gang I've either broken bread with them I've dapped it up with them we may have been buddies in the army and been good friends so I know a little bit about it I'm not in a gang never been in a gang they well they call my fraternal order the uh, Masonic order a gang but it's not a gang it's a worldwide fraternity uh I would like to say to those guys, because predominantly, oh, forgive me, Latin Kings, definitely can't forget you guys, Amor de Rey, can't forget you guys either, my brown brothers, Uh, black on black and black on brown crime, which essentially is black on black, Uh, they're just as black as we are, just a lighter shade and speak a different uh, dialect, so um, most of these guys are of color, are people of color. And what happens is the violence between them happens between each other. So the war is being fought between black people and black people, black people and brown people. But from what I'm aware of, from the many documentaries that I've watched on gang culture from when it started to begin, wow, all the way back in the 40s i think some of them initially and a lot of the black gangs came black gangs came in the 60s uh our gangs were there to defend our neighborhoods 
Let me say that one more time really slow. Our gangs were put in place, created the conception and fruition from thought to now we're a gang. A lot of the time, 99.9% of the time, it was to protect that neighborhood. The downside is that all of the surrounding neighborhoods that we may have as time progressed are now protecting our neighborhood against, they look just like us. They look like us, they walk like us, they talk like us, they are us. So initially, when guys like uh, Larry Hoover and the guy, I can't remember his name per se, started the P-Stone, uh, Black P-Stones or Blackstone Rangers, uh, Tukey, uh, Williams out with the Crips. Initially, it was to protect our gangs, excuse me, our neighborhoods against violence from the oppressors, from the police, from the people that came in to rob, kill, and destroy in our neighborhood with impunity, which currently they are still doing under the same moniker, and we have not realized it. We have not looked at it in that manner. So I would ask that the leaders of those organizations take it back to the original roots. If you're going to stay a gang, which I don't condone gang violence, I don't condone banging, uh, I do understand what it's about. I do, uh, I have seen what it's about, but what I've mostly seen is pictures of a lot of brothers and sisters of color in a cemetery celebrating the life of their fallen brother or sister of color at the hands of another brother or sister of color. Sometimes the police kill. A lot of the times the police kill these guys. A lot of the times. That's not what's going to be publicized on the 5 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock news. What's going to be publicized on those news stations is how black people are killing black people by the droves in, in the shy in Chirac. 60 people died in one night or in one weekend in Chicago, and it's usually black on black. I think, in my humble opinion, and remember, the, this is our opinion, this is our voice, your voice counts, your opinion matters, your opinion counts, your voice matters always at WBLU. You definitely uh, can drop us a voicemail uh, telling us your opinion. And we, uh, nine times out of 10, will even talk about your opinion. I got a voicemail from a young man yesterday. Uh, he's not, well, he's around my age. Um, but young guy yesterday, uh, actually from the sounds of the voice, it sounded like it was a white guy. And he favorited the podcast. And he applauded what we talked about, about cap, the flag, racism, and, and ignorance. Uh, definitely thank me for my military service, and I appreciate that, my man. Um, but today, what we need to talk about, or what I feel we need to talk about, is stopping. Nipping it is not a bud anymore. It's already a fully bloomed tree. 
not even a flower, it's a tree now. The gang, the black on black violence, black on black crime, and it's not just gangs. Definitely don't 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 try for a second to say that it's just gangs out there killing other gangbangers and uh, black people are gangbangers and crooks and drug lords and criminals. Sometimes it's an argument with two brothers over a girl. Sometimes it's an argument over my homie owed me $500 because I helped him pay his rent and he never paid it back. And I told him, yo, if you don't get me my bread, then I'm coming to see you. That coming to see you turned into a crime and now I'm in jail for the rest of my life. He's dead, I'm dead. Literally, one's dead figuratively, the other's dead. Because when you're in jail for the rest of your life, when you're on death row for the rest of your life, you are no longer a contributor to society. You no longer have the ability to affect society in the manner that you would if you were free. Nothing more important than life and freedom. Remember that there is nothing on this planet more important than life and freedom. There isn't a dollar amount, a dollar value amount that you could put on my freedom or my life. There isn't a dollar amount that I could put on any other man or woman's freedom or their life. Black, white, Latino, Asian, uh, uh, or indifferent, Native American or indifferent. There isn't a dollar value that I could put on your life or your freedom. It's priceless. Those are gifts from the most high that we as humans don't have the authority or shouldn't have the authority to manipulate or take away. And remember, I said this before, if somebody's attacking your family, somebody's trying to kill a family member, somebody's trying to kill you, and you end up killing them, then I can't really say in the grand scheme of things who's, uh, who's actually wrong. The Most High will make that decision. So back to what we're speaking about, black on black crime, and it comes in so many facets and forms. People think I'm just talking about violence against one another. <laughs> If you think that you are sadly mistaken, for the people that know me, you know I'm talking about every facet of black on black crime. It's multifaceted. And I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on the violent portion of black crime because we know that that's a, that's a systemic epidemic that has come out of a lot of things. It's come out of the fact that we have been taught to hate ourselves for years, for eons, for decades, probably now for centuries, we've been taught to hate ourselves. We, uh, when I was little, uh, a dark-skinned person like myself, I'm not super dark, but I'm dark enough, a dark-skinned person would get talked about. It wasn't cool to be dark when I was younger. It was cool here later, now that you know the age of Afrocentricity is reawakening, uh, and 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 you know, uh, natural black is looked at as beauty. That's why you see all the people that are not of color attempting to get collagen injection in their lips, uh, injections in their behind, and make their butt look like a you know a sister's butt would be. 
uh, or or Latin sisters, but will be they're they're trying to look like us. And I heard uh, uh, the Queen Oprah Winfrey say this uh, years ago. I was shocked to hear her say it on TV uh, back when they first started injecting the collagen in their lips. They started calling it, oh, I want to have French lips. And Oprah said, all her life, that's that's been black folk lips. That's black folks lips. Now everybody want black folks lips? Before it was, if you had big lips in the in a day, we were, oh my God, we were talking about you bad because of your uh, Afrocentric features. Because we have been taught to hate ourselves. We've been taught that darker skin is not good. Even though the age old cliche, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, is real. It's not a it's not a cliche, it's not a wives tale, it's real. Darker the berry, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, period. Pick up any fruit if you don't believe me. So, what I want to talk about is the other facets of black on black crime. The bamboozlement of one another or the hoodwinking of one another. When you when you set out to fool and to deceive your brothers or your sisters and it happens, it runs rampant. That's black on black crime. When you backbite or backstab your brothers or your sisters. That's black on black crime. When you go out and talk bad about without true tangible evidence or true tangible representation of what you're speaking about to be a valid or a factual point, even if you know that you can validate or put facts to your point, for you to vocalize it outside of you vocalizing it to the person that you feel is messed up as black on black crime. The attempted destruction of another person's life, whether it be through uh, calling the cops on them, whether it be through attempting to remove their financial security, whether it be from you going back to tell uh, the white man that this person is doing X and X and X and you know and you can prove it, like some of the people that might be out there doing some uh, reprehensible activity like uh, riding out on the welfare system or riding out on the food stamp system. If you're riding out generation excuse me, generationally, like you got a grandmama, a mama, a granddaughter, and great-grandkids, and they all stay in the projects, and they've always lived in the projects. The grandmother's house is right next to the mother's house. The mother's house is right next to her kid's house, and the great-grandkids are coming up to live or knowing how to manipulate the system and to stay in the system so that they can receive some free handout from a political system that could give a fuck less about you. That's black on black crime. Period. 
you could try to say it's something else. You could try to say it was just just lazy people. No, 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 no. And there are a lot of factors that equate to this. The root factor is what happened to us in the beginning. Because I'm almost positive. I didn't I didn't live in those times, which I don't know if I would have wanted to or not. I like where I am now. It's okay. I can make it. Um, I didn't live in the times of, of uh, black kings and queens. I didn't live in Pharaoh's time. I didn't live in uh, Samson's time. I didn't live in the time of Shaka Zulu and those people. But I can imagine that black on black crime was not tolerated then. I can imagine that black on black crime in any facet was looked down upon back then. What has happened is over the centuries and over the years, we have been indoctrinated, indoctrinated with idioticies. Uh, Willie Lynch's indoctrination, uh, the, uh, and forgive me, mom, the Christian indoctrination, uh, the Islamic indoctrination, forgive me all my Muslim brothers, religion is destroying the world, period. Religion is destroying the world. It was a system that was used to control, period. Period. It was implemented to control. And that control has birthed all kinds of malevolence, all kinds of havoc and, and heinous acts happening. People are killing one another for tennis shoes and shit. Killing one another for gold chains and trinkets and, and cars. Things that, that, that in the grand scheme of life mean nothing. They're a blip in the grand scheme of life. A microsecond in the grand scheme of life. Because as soon as you walk out of the store... With them J's on your feet, they have the prices diminished. They've depreciated. They ain't worth the same thing that they was. Unless you got some special uh super duper pair that have never been made before, and you got the only one out of 12 that not really gonna happen much unless you're Drake or or, or Jigga or, or somebody like that. Or somebody that's loony enough to spend that type of money on a pair of tennis shoes or a pair of jeans or anything like that. For the people that make fun of the people that can't afford or they're not willing to purchase those things. For you people that make fun of them, black on black crime, period. You could call it something else. Ah, oh, we just, it's just jokes. No, 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 no. You're demeaning or defaming somebody's character because they don't have on the same type of clothes that you got on. What should be happening is if that person, usually it's in school, usually it's kids, but if that kid is getting his lesson and you ain't even getting your lesson, the joke should be on you. I don't care how many polos and Lacoste and true religions and and uh, 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 bands you got on or you got you got the newest Hurleys or you got the newest Converse or the newest Adidas the joke should be on you we need to step back and really take a look at what 
every, especially the violent facet, but every facet of black on black crime is doing to our community, doing to the world. The racism mixed, they've been mixed since Massa was raping our uh, our ancestors back in the day. I don't see a, like my man Boyce Watkins said, I don't see a Me, Me Too movement about that. I don't see a Me Too movement about uh, great, great, great grandmama that got raped by the British guy, got raped by the Southern white guy, and now we got uh, from dark hue to light-skinned uh, children. I don't see anybody talking about that as far as, you know, media-wise. The fact that any black person in this country currently could go and do a DNA swab and find out that there may be 80% Sub-Saharan African, 5% Native American, 15% uh, European, 5% Spanish. Where did those other mixes come from? Somewhere in your bloodline, somebody did something or crossed over the lines that they might have crossed over willingly, but most of the times back in those days, they were crossed uh, unwillingly and done by physical violence or rape or taking thereof. We don't recognize those things. We need to take a serious step back Stop letting the hoopla of what's going on in the world today take you off of your square. Stop letting the hoopla that only gives us baby victories, not substantial or substantiated victories, but symbolic victories that we go so crazy over. Oh, oh, Cap got the contract with Nike. I'm finna go buy a thousand Nikes. Ah. Now you need to go buy, just like Boyce said, you need to go buy a thousand shares of Nike stock before you go buy a thousand Air Maxes. But when we become competitive as as uh, able to reach in the realms of where the oppressors are, you'll see a, a, a backlash so fast and a backlash so violent that it will make you wake up. Look at the original and the real Black Wall Street out of Oklahoma. It, it wasn't in Tulsa, but it was a city close to Tulsa where right after the slaves were freed, not long after, this black community was flourishing and they didn't do trading. Their, the, the money that was circulated circulated in that community before it ever left and went to any other community. I heard a study from a scholar that says the money from the black community never recirculates within the black community. It immediately goes out. That's black on black crime. When you got a store like uh, I'm a, I, I can only tell you about you know the stores where I live because that's the stores that I see. When you got a store like Pip on the corner right there in the hood, he's selling the exact same thing the Arab store Tony them selling around the block, and it's even closer. 
but because Tony's store is a little bit bigger, a little bit prettier, it doesn't look like it's uh, a part of his house. He converted the front half of his house to be a store. Oh, you going to Tony's store. You ain't going to Pitt. But Pitt look like you. Tony doesn't look like you. Nor does Tony give a fuck about you. Pip looks like you. Pip has the ability to reinvest in the community that he resides in. Tony comes to your community because that's where his store is. Tony lives out in Mandarin. <laughs> Tony lives in Fleming Island. Tony lives in Doctor's Lake. He doesn't live in Nixon Town or Lackawanna. We have to start recognizing all of the facets of black on black crime and start stopping those facets, cutting them off at the knee. Now, ridicule has to go. Bullying has to go. Uh, uh, uh. Absentee fatherism has to go. Absentee motherism has to go the non-education of our black children about our true black history has to go the non-conduciveness of positivity that we continually spread by the things that we listen to the things that we watch the things that we do they have to freaking go they have to go. If you look on these shows that you watch, and I'll take it all the way back, and I, I love the show. I watched it, but now when I really think about it, the images that are portrayed in that show aren't positive images of people that look like me. They make you think that, hey, that's exactly what black life is. Oz was one of my favorite shows. My favorite shows. You saw white on white crime there. But the majority of it was black on black crime. We selling drugs to one another in the prison system. We're killing one another in the prison system. We're telling on one another in the prison system. We're going to set up one another in the prison system. Black on black crime. Another show. Uh, and I love the show. I watched it a lot. Waiting on it to come back on. But I, I do recognize what it is. Empire. And a lot of people were shocked that I would even say that because I do uh, champion the show because it's, it has a lot of black actors in it and a lot of uh, life about what happens in the music industry there. But when that show only shows black people going against black people, the Lions against Felicia Rashad and Tay Diggs, and then Tay Diggs gets beat down, beat up, you know, shows Lucius shooting his own cousin in the face and killing him and dumping him in the river for money. And then you go all the way left, all the way left and promote a homosexual agenda. Dis further destroying black masculinity, which goes back to the episode right here on WBOU talking about the death of masculinity. 
power. Never seen it, probably never will. But from what I hear, I hear the people on social media complaining about, oh, this MF or such and such. And I'm thinking they got a beef with somebody in the yo, what's up, what's up? Oh no, nah, that's the that's the chick off power. Man, if you don't cut it out, if you don't cut it out, yo, no disrespect, Tyler. Tyler Perry. Haves and have nots. If that show ain't got no white people on there, it shouldn't really be no haves. We're the have nots, period. We are the have nots, period. I don't care how many millionaires we got. You can't name but maybe one. You can name black billionaires on maybe one hand. Oprah's one. I don't think Bob Johnson made it to that level, but he's a multi-millionaire. The Cos was close till he got his knees chopped off. Uh, Jigga and Beyonce as a power couple, I think they may have touched a billion. But you don't have many of those. You don't have many of those. Um, We gotta, we gotta stop black on black crime. Wow, this time has flew by. I got a lot more to talk about on this, but I'm going to keep it in the vein. I don't want to bore you guys. I don't want you to get stagnated on what I'm saying. But just please give it give it a little bit of thought. Give it a little bit of thought. All my gangbanging homies don't come in, shoot up the crib. I'm just saying. We need to stop. We need to stop and take a step back because... The end game is our decimation, our removal, our wiping off of the face of the planet. That's the end game. If you really want to look at it, that's the end game. And we always talk about the white supremacists and all of this stuff and the white races and all of this stuff. Uh, We're helping them out. We're helping them out. By dogging one another out, by going, talking about one another behind each other's back, by going and and attempting to uh, get someone in trouble or get someone put in jail for something that has nothing really to do with you. is not affecting your life at all in any way, shape or form. Uh, we, We don't have our fathers in our children's lives. And, you know, we get an uproar about what they did to our Latin brothers by separating their uh children from their families okay uh just and i hate to uh bite my boy boys but just like he said you got hector that's been separated from his mom for two weeks but shit in the hood you got tyrone that's been separated from his dad for 20 years what's the difference there is no difference we gotta wake up people and stop fighting these bullshit symbolic wars these wars that have nothing to do with true upliftment and true change it's just there for symbolism to appease and shut us the fuck up for a minute while the rest of the tom fuckery continues to go down behind our backs and then it's in our face and we're like oh where did that come from you weren't watching you weren't watching. You was over here celebrating, buying 5,000 Nike t-shirts and 800 Air Maxes and, and celebrating on the web about power and empire and uh, the have and have nots and the real housewives of fucking Atlanta and Compton or whatever. 
You was over here doing the fucking electric slide in the club when you should have been thinking about how to get that black father back in that house. Or how to get that black mother to come off of them drugs and to get her ass back in the house and get straight. Put your thinking caps on black America. White America has had their thinking caps on for, what is it? Thousands, for eons, hundreds, hundreds of years. Their thinking cap was to trick us into believing that they were superior and that we were inferior, to trick us into believing that the God that we talk about looks like them and not like us. My white brothers don't don't get offended by what I'm stating because what I'm stating is just the truth. If you check out Romans, I think it's chapter 10. It's, I'll look it up. It's biblical. It says that there was a wild branch grafted into the tree of life that wasn't supposed to be there at first. A wild branch grafted into the tree of life. And I wholeheartedly believe that that's speaking about white people. And I don't, I forgive me, get mad if you want. <laughs> get mad if you want. I'm running down what I see and what I feel is the truth. And it's just my opinion. If you accepted God in the manner that he asked for you to accept him, then you're granted keys to the kingdom. For people of color, it's a birthright. But if you turn your back on that, you don't get it. If you turn your back on it, it's not something that you can ascertain. If you turn your back on it, it's not something that you'll ever receive. So what I think needs to happen is that we need to have a real conversation. This conversation has so many facets that it would take a long time to really sit down. So we're gonna have to prioritize the things about it that we speak about. How could we start to end black on black crime today? Right now, right now at 3.22 in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time, how can we end black on black crime, black on brown crime, people of color on people of color crime today? If you look at it, that's one of the main arguments by the racists, by the white supremacists. Oh, well, y'all talk about us. Y'all killing each other every day. I know the first facet would have to be the violence. But there's a root behind the violence. It's a reason why we're shooting one another. It's a reason why we're stabbing one another. It's a reason why we're throwing bows while we're throwing blows at one another. There is a reason. Whatever the reason may be, we need to get to that reason, figure out what it is, and end that shit. Cut it out just like you cut out a rotten piece of an apple and toss it, yo. Cut it out. Cut it out. And I mean that. Cut literal with like a knife. Cut it right out of the pattern. Ball that shit up. Set it on fire and burn it. Don't let it come back. Black on black crime has to stop. 
I'm going to say that one more time with a little fervorance. Black on black crime has to stop in every facet. Stop stealing from one another. Stop backbiting one another. Stop trying to get one another in trouble. Stop persecuting one another. Stop sleeping with one another's old ladies. Stop sleeping with one another's old men. Stop flattening tires of black black men, black women. Stop scratching up cars of black men, black women. Stop uh, beating up on your baby mama, black man. Stop leaving your kids to be raised by another man, black man. Stop leaving your kids to be raised by another woman, black women. And I want to do an edit, a correction for my boy, Legend, the other day when I talked about I commend him because he had his daughter since she was maybe 10 years old. That's probably when I came in the picture. My brother told me he had his daughter since she was 10 months old. Single father, raised a stellar child. A child that has been bestowed all kind of accolades upon without the mom there from a baby, from an infant, 10 months to I think Jazzy's maybe 19 or 20 now. Yo, black on black crime has to stop. Black on black crime has to stop. Black on black crime has to stop. And that goes for all my brown brothers too. Brown on brown crime, which is really black on black crime. You may be a different ethnicity, so they say all of that shit is made up to begin with. All of that shit is a study done on it and the people admitted it. They made it up. They made up the color scheme. Black, white, brown, red, yellow. They made it the fuck up yo when we are so caught up with blinders on oh my god we're so caught up with blinders on sometimes i think i'm crazy but i know i'm not because there are other people out here with the exact same view and all of them don't look like me some of them are caucasian they got the same views as me They know that what was done to us was fucked up. They know that because of what was done to us, now we're fucked up. So how do we fix it? I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. I'm asking y'all, how do we stop black on black crime right now? Not in a year, not in a month, not in a week, not tomorrow. Start right now. This is WBOU 77.7 FM on your online dial, The Cypher. I'm your man, DJ OG Bobby Johnson. It's Throwdown Thursdays. Real Talk Cutting Edge Edition. End black on black crime now. Real hip hop is back. Real hip hop is back. Real hip hop is back, baby.